Okay, so hi, my name is Catherine. Um, I'm Shay Carpenter. Yeah, and my memory is a pretty general, it's a pretty big memory. Um, it's not like one little specific thing, but when I was really little, like probably four or five, three maybe? Um, so every other year we would visit, we would visit China, right? And we'd go to like my grandparents on my dad's side and also my grandparents on my mom's side. And my grandparents on my dad's side lived in the country and they were like on a farm. And so, and it was like kind of, I guess you could consider it like a poor area because my dad came from a pretty poor family. They had to like farm, like every single day they would have to farm in the fields and he would have like walk a mile or something or like two miles to get to school. And so we'd go there to visit my grandparents. And I remember there's, so like they didn't have heating either, right? So they had this bed and underneath it, there's like this kiln thing. It's not really a kiln, but it's like it's this like furnace under the bed. And so you would like put stuff in it and heat up. So I remember like sleeping on those and it was like super warm. Not that comfortable because it was kind of hard. I, I but feel like that would be like a fire hazard, putting like something that's like on yeah. fire underneath like a blanket <laughs> and a bunch of sheets just to see what happens to warm your bed. I mean, it's like there's like stone on top of it, so it's like in like an actual furnace, and then like on top is like a thick stone thing, and then the, and then there's the bed. So and it's just like so. I'm trying to picture this. So like you have your bed, and then underneath the bed, there's like kind of like this furnace kind of style thing with stone on top, so it doesn't get to the sheets, so it doesn't burn yeah. down the house. Yeah. And then the bed is resting on top of that kind of like stone structure, probably with like legs and supports on it. Yeah. And then you're like under blankets, of course. So like you're being heated from underneath yeah. your bed. Basically, it's cool. Just kind of. It seems cool, but it yeah. seems just kind of weird. <laughs> anyway, well, they have heating, so they could only heat their bed like that. Otherwise, yeah. it would freeze. And also like. Also, they would, like, the fire thing, like, the fireplace thing is, like, outside, so it's, like, outside reaching inside. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you would, you would and light you would, the fire from outside. Yeah, so it was, like, yeah. it would come inside as, like, warmth. So, yeah, so it's, like, safer. And so I remember sleeping on those, and it was really fun because it was, like, heated, so it was cool for me. And every morning, um, the neighbor, like, everyone in the neighborhood was, like, really connected and they knew each other well so the neighbor had a cow and so every morning we'd get up and then my grandparents would like go milk the cow and sometimes I'd come and I'd like play with the cow and stuff and so then we'd drink the cow's milk and then they have like they they also have like their own um I mean I guess crops and stuff so we'd eat that and everything's just like it, I don't know it was really nice because like now it's like it's just like, cause like we're kind of in. We're in kind of this place where like you don't see that kind of like farming yeah, style. Yeah, it's just nice. Where basically let us stuff like we get our milk from the store. You yeah. don't have fires underneath your bed to keep you warm. <laughs> you have heating in your house that's kind of like there to keep you warm and that stuff like that. Yeah. So it's just nice to be like in nature. <laughs> <laughs> Way to relate it to English over here. So, yeah, I kind of get, like, that kind of, like, yeah. like, you're on a farm away from, like, more, like, rural, you know, that area, and you're kind of yeah. just away enjoying life and seeing how life would have been before. And, just yeah, kinda. got to spend time with my family, so that's cool. So, my memory was kind of, like, Christmas-themed, because it's close to the holidays. 
I did, um, I was thinking about, so my parents, for most specifically my mom, would always make um, cookies and stuff for Christmas, like many people do. But she loved, like, she would always get recipes from her family members or parents. Like, every time she gets those stuff, she gets recipes from, like, her parents, like, her grandparents who had, like, those kind of passed down. See, like, that's cool because I know, like, a lot of families do that. Like, they have, like, the recipes, their own recipes that are passed down. Right? And, like, my family doesn't really do that, but we do, like, we kind of just make the same exact things. So, like... It's weird because we just like, we just know to make it. Yeah, so like, my dad makes a lot of the same stuff, and my mom makes the same stuff. Like we do the same kind of food. Like I think a lot of families are really repetitive with what they eat for dinner because it's hard to come up with ideas yeah. when you're working full time. But like, my voice is kind of dying. So like, like we not. It's not like these original recipes. Like my grandparents might have found it or gotten it from like a friend. Or like my mom or my grandparents found it recently and sent it to my mom when like they would cook for my her or my aunt um, when they were with them, and like so it's not like they're not all like long passed down traditions. They're more recent, but I remember um, we have one tradition in my house that we always make is we make this mint meringue cookies. Mm. They're That's really so good. good. I highly recommend them. <laughs> so. There's always this kind of, like, my house, it's, like, the one cookies I want to make. Because, like, my mom loves chocolate and peanut butter, so we make a lot of peanut butter and chocolate and, like, cookies. And then we do, like, the cookie stuff for the teachers and stuff. So there's always, like, the one that always outliers, these mint meringue cookies. It's always fun making. Like, at this point, I think my mom knows the recipe off the top of her head. I don't, but she has it written down. I remember... We would just sit in the kitchen, like, the night, because they have to cook overnight, so we do it before we went to bed, and they cook overnight, and then you get up to get them out of the oven in the morning. And so we'd be doing this kind of, like, later at night, and, like, my, I would, because I was a little kid, I would be standing on this little stool or chair, whatever I found, probably stole from the dining room, and would just stand up there playing with the mixer, like, the automatic machine mixer that you would use because you can't whisk it because you don't want the meringue to break falling you have to keep getting air into it and like my mom would hand me the dye not a good choice to hand a little girl food dye and I would just like she'd get okay put in two drops and put in one drop then it mix and watch it swirl into the thing and then watch it put in another drop and watch it swirl in like she wants to go to bed she doesn't want to watch me adding drops of green dye into the mint meringue cookies so usually she'd go okay add the next two drops and let's go we don't want it to fall because there's always a rush against time for the cookies so that you don't have the meringue break and the cookies don't rise. And then, so we do that. Like, I finally finished putting in that last drop of dye and we just kind of watch and she go, okay, chocolate chips. <laughs> and this is the time where we turn off the mixer and we would take this kind of like, we used to use, we used a lot of different things. We either used a fork, which I never understood but we used a fork. A spoon or like the kind of like the spatulas that are like soft, mm -hmm. like you touch it, like it bends the top of the like rubber. Yeah. yeah, we'd use one of those, like fold in. Usually you start with like half a bag of chocolate chips. Didn't always end with half a bag of chocolate chips. It usually ended with completely the full bag of chocolate chips. Of course. And like, <laughs> I'm a kid, what do you expect me to do? Like, in like kind of a, you just pour it in and then mix it up, and then you would stick it on trays, like, had to space it apart, like a cookie tray. Like, you put it on the parchment paper, on the cookie tray, and you would, like, space them out, which was my least favorite part, because 
I didn't want to. One, I had to space it out a certain distance. Two, I had to make them equal size. And three, I was pretty sure I was going to mess up. But at some point, we did make a few monster cookies on accident. Usually, they were fine. I was like, that's kind of like my memory. And then we'd leave some out, and then my parents would either eat them, I'd hide them from my brother, or some other thing. <laughs> We'd bring them to school and defend them from my friends. Yeah, that's, that's cool. And like, okay, we, um, uh, at my grandparents' place, there's, it's like, it's like in the mountains, so it's like in like this valley, like this really big valley near the mountains. And so, there, obviously there's like a ton of animals, right? But like, right now I have chickens. And back then, they also had chickens. And there were, there's also, like, wild chickens, which is really cool, because you just hear them, like, when you're walking down the streets, you, like, hear them, like, crowing and stuff, and then you just see them in the field, and they're just kind of staring at you. Like the and deer then, like, block out, except louder. <laughs> but then, like, when you go forward, they just kind of scurry off. And there's, like, so many fields, and it's so pretty. And there's also, um, sometimes they'd have, like, these, like, I guess, like, cultural dance things, where you could, like, go to, like, a little place like in the I guess you call it a village so like like the village you would go to this place in the village and you see everyone like dress up and dance so it was like really cool for me because I was so little and that was just like because I was born here so I just didn't even know of like my culture back then I mean now I do because I've like learned about it but it was just cool back then to actually see it in person and like the, the stuff that they wear is like really really colorful and pretty and like the fabric it's really cool so so it's kind of cool to be like immersed into the culture yeah. of the <laughs> like where you're from and like your origin yeah, nationality and like where you come from instead of here where you're stranded in like the constant contact of the US American mu multiple different cultures kind of all mixed together to get this one culture that a lot of us are used to and don't yeah. realize it's weird until we leave and see a different culture and different yeah traditions. and I feel like like a lot of people now kind of like they don't realize or they like forget their culture and their nationality and they kind of just focus on like what's here and so a lot of the time because I know a lot of other Chinese people who don't know of their culture and they don't because they were also born here so all they know is just whatever's here so they never actually, like, they do visit China, but they don't care that much because they were so used to America and China is so different. And so when they get there, they just kind of meet with family because that's yeah. what most of them do. But they don't actually, they're not actually that interested in learning about their culture. And they just kind of, they're just, they just grow, like, really far apart. Like, they drift away from yeah, like, I think the point of this project was to detach us from, like, the technology and, like, have a conversation with someone, like, face-to-face -face about a tradition or just a fond memory you had as a child. And a lot of the cultures we're in, like, surrounded by without even realizing it, like, our heritage, a lot of us maybe know, like, our nationality or, or some of what's in us, but we don't really know a lot of the traditions that come with that. And a lot yeah. of us lose those stories just by, I could be totally wrong with this, but you kind of like, as you get older, a lot of the, you seem to like lose the traditions you had when you were a little kid with your parents or with your siblings or with your, just all of your family members where you would always do this thing. And you kind of lose that as you get older because either you're not interested in doing it anymore or you just, everyone's get so busy that you can't yeah. do it anymore. 
Because when you're like little, you have like all the time in the world you can do. You seem, I mean, you, it seems like you can do anything. But then when you get older, it's just you're so busy and you have no time and yeah. you forget. So it's, so yeah, this, it was kind of, it was, it was nice to like think back on something. Because you don't, yeah, because yeah. like you don't normally think back in your memories unless you're like looking at something from that. If you're doing a project <laughs> for English and you have to think back to what you like, what your life has been, like you're, I mean, we're 15, we're not all that old, we still get a lot of time yeah. left, we're not even like close to halfway through our lives, hopefully, <laughs> and like, so like we're trying to think, like, we're, like it's kind of hard to think of a fond memory, at least for me, because when you have, like, you have all these memories and you've grown up, but you've also, a lot of the time you have as memories at this point are times you don't remember because you were so young. Like, you don't remember, a lot of person like, one-fifteenth of your life is when you're a baby, and then, like, probably more of that is you're, like, two years old, three years old, and you start walking and growing up. Like, it moves by so quickly, but you also don't seem to remember that those times because you're constantly changing and your mind's constantly working in different ways. It's <laughs> nice to find, like, find a time where you can sit down and really think and talk to your parents about, hey, like, what was something I used to do as a kid? Or what was, like, a fun memory you have? Because I don't really remember a lot of the memories that I should know and remember from my childhood, even though I'm still a child. Yeah. And, like, for me, it was also really hard to think of one because I just, there's not that many big things in my life. And we don't record our memories in any way. Like, we don't have pictures or videotapes or any of that. And... Like, I don't even know my grandparents' names because in our culture, we don't call them by our names. So, like, we don't know, like, we just don't know our relatives' names because we would just call them, like, grandma or grandpa in Chinese because that's just how things work in the culture. Because, like, my brother, he calls me jie jie, which is sister in Chinese. He never calls me by my name. And when he does, it's, like, really weird because I'm not used to it. And also, it's, like, for others... It's probably also really hard because some people just don't have, like, really good memories and stuff. Or, like, there's not anything that's big enough for them to actually remember and enjoy. So I think, like, this was very nice because, well, we got to, like, think back on the memories and we got to talk about it with someone else and share it and then learn about them. Yeah, I think it's... It's all about like, the different cultures and the way you grew up because everyone's family is different. There's no families that are exactly the same. Everyone grew up, like maybe the small details, like what you did on Christmas morning. Like were your parents like nocturnal enough to do it in the middle of the night or did they make you stand at the top of the stairs and wait for them to <laughs> check to make sure everything is there in the morning before you're able to run downstairs? It's just kind of that, like what did you do as a kid that maybe you remember but doesn't seem like you don't have a trigger to remember it and it doesn't seem important enough to always have it on your mind so you just kind of either forget about it or need like that boost to start going because like when I came up with my memory I had asked like advice like my mom and was like hey like what did I do like what's like a memory that I think would be important and like I thought I would do that would be good for this project because it couldn't be anything to I don't know <laughs> It couldn't be anything too serious, and it had to be like I wanted something lighthearted, yeah. like so, like because people it's are gonna seasonal, <laughs> seasonal like, Christmas cookies. Yeah, like it's interesting because yours was like very, very precise memory. Well, mine is just like very broad, but they still mean like 
a lot to us. I mean, because yeah, people yeah. people remember things in different ways. Some people remember they can visualize it. They can remember how it feels, or they can remember like like what how like you've heard like what it sounded like, what it smelled like. For me, I remember like the smaller details because that's just how my mind works. And I think you did it where like you remember like the overall kind of yeah. ideas that were with you and like kind of how it felt and like what the interesting things that had happened. Yeah, basically. So yeah, those right. are our memories. <laughs>